Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? Welcome to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. This is the Bear of Texas, and I am reporting once again from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Texas. Today's subject, the very first baseball game I ever played on the N64, the very first baseball game I ever played, period. Ladies and gentlemen, today's subject is All-Star Baseball 2000. Wow. In 2002, ladies and gentlemen, is really where I took a is where my interest in baseball really went to to the higher level. I first was introduced to baseball in 1999 watching the Texas Rangers on TV. Obviously at that time, not too good, but still respectable overall. But of course, me, a kid, you know, growing up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But, of course, you know, I was... This is before I knew anything about baseball. And, you know, even though I was sort of, you know, introduced to baseball, you know, in 1999, you know, the Rangers were still a bit good. But, you know, knowing the fact that it's called All-Star Baseball 2000, okay? And I remember that the roster in that game, the Rangers roster, was from 1990... Had to be from 1999, Okay. It's really it's really interesting. Okay. B- because the 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 fact that, that the game takes place based off the 1998 season based on the stats because keep in mind when you're playing the game in this baseball game whenever the batter is going out to the plate it shows a picture of the player but it shows the stats from a previous season, okay? And based on the research that I did the stats were from the 1998 season, but the games in the in the game itself takes place in a, 19, in, a in a fictional 1999 season. But the game is called All Star Baseball 2000. So the, there's a bit of confusion because as far as the Texas Rangers go, the roster in the game includes Rafael Palmero. Okay, keep in mind. Keep in mind. And how do I know that this game supposedly takes place in '99? Well. In 1998, Rafael Palmeiro was was a member of the Orioles, not the Rangers. He came back to the Rangers in '99 and was there until 2003, I believe. So it's the '99 season, but the stats shown us from the previous season in '90 of the '98 season. So and that makes sense. But '99 is when I got into baseball. I was you know watching the Rangers, you know on TV. Of course, in the '99 season would be their best season until 2011. But I really don't want to talk too much about 2011. The Rangers would finish 95 with 95 wins, 67 losses, first in the American League. But of course, you know, playoffs uh, didn't really go so well, did it? Because, you know, much like last year, the the Rangers would be swept in the first round by the New York Yankees. 
and it would be the Rangers' last postseason appearance until 2010. But this particular game, so as far as this game goes, I got into baseball in, I started in 1999, but I didn't play this game until 2002. Because it was not until 2002 where, I, where this game caught my attention, I decided, you know what, to give it a shot. Okay. So in 2002, when I started playing this game, okay, and then I, and then I had been learning more about baseball, like learning about the New York Yankees, the Dodgers, you know, all the famous players, you know, learning about the Red Sox, you know, the Chicago Black Sox. I mean, yeah, even as a kid, I was nine years old, learning about all that. I mean, wanting, it built up a nerd to play All-Star Baseball 2000. So when I got the game, or when I rented the game, that, that's how I, I fully got introduced to it. I mean, a friend of mine, when I was in fourth grade, who, who was a huge baseball guy, you know, you know, all the information, you know, the stuff to learn about, you know, I got that information from him to learn about the Yankees, the Red Sox, the likes of Jackie Robinson, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. I mean, all that was from him. He even had books he would share with me. You know, he was a great guy. But then he, suggest, he suggested this game. So I rented it. Okay, I would play a bit as the Rangers, but I'm gonna get to that in a second. But I was I would also do these games like I would play the Yankees versus the Red Sox, the Giants versus the Dodgers, the Cubs versus the Cardinals, the Yankees versus the Mets. You know, I would do a bunch of classic rivalry games, and eventually, you know, I, I would find you know I, I found the mode you know you could play a season mode, and I remember in that particular game I won the World Series ten years in a row with the freaking Texas Rangers. So as a lifelong suffering fan of the Texas Rangers, you know, at least as a kid, I was able to actually get a little bit of pride in me. <laughs> but now that I think about it as an adult and seeing just how awful the Rangers have been lately, at least I was able to give myself a little bit of pride in the world of video games. So playing as the Rangers in that game was was certainly fun. I especially liked the Texas Rangers logo that the team had at the time. I always felt like logos are an important part of the team because, you know, it's a representation of the club. So, I figured it's actually pretty freaking cool. But, but go, you know, and that old one, you know, it has that blue, that, that silver star. It says Texas Rangers Baseball Club, you know, in that, that red circle. So, but the game, you know, I mean, during that time, you know, Juan Gonzalez, who I believe was the 90, 1998 American League uh, MVP, was pretty interesting, but, you know, the, the, the Rangers, you know, really had talent, you know, in 1998, they would go 88-74, and, and then, of course, you know, they got swept in the first round by the Yankees, and, of course, it happened again in 99, but, but I, I'm pretty sure Juan Gonzalez had to have been the, the ALDS, uh, excuse me, the American League uh, most valuable player of that year, but, of 98, but, but not going specifically, you know, to the roster of the Rangers from the game. I remember the likes of Rafael Palmero being on the roster, Royce Clayton, Rusty Greer, Tom Goodwin, Yvonne Rodriguez. I mean, the list goes on. L Luis Alasea. So many, you know, great players you know, from back then. Of course, you know, I'm looking at the... Uh, you know, the, the teams are pitching. You know, it likes, you know, Aaron Sele and, man. But, but since we're, you know, in fact, that they were looking at the 98 stats, you know, 
going back, you know, as I did the research of the 1998 Texas Rangers season, the stats were the stats were pretty uh, pretty convincing, especially because from the team back then, I, I don't remember much names of the pitchers. I mean, there's there's a few of them that I do remember, but as far as baseball goes, in my case, the guy to talk about the guy the guy to talk to is obviously Wiley Yaki, the Venusteer, because he's a pure certified baseball genius. Anyway, but you know, looking you know from the you know pitchers like Rick Helling, Aaron Selle, you know both were pretty good. You know, Rick Helling in '98 had a twenty to seven, uh, twenty and seven record, while Aaron Selle you know had a nineteen and eleven record. Of course, there's the bullpen: John Wetterland, Tim Crabtree, Danny Patterson. Wow. Yeah, of course, there was a dude named Esteban uh, Loeza. But the guys, you know, the dudes I remember the most is John Burkett, Darren Oliver, Bobby Witt, Rick's, Rick Helling, Aaron Selle. It was really cool. And I, I also, you know, playing as the Rangers was actually a bit fun. But while, I didn't, of course, I would, from time to time, play as different teams to do these classic historical games, you know, like, like the Subway Series, you know, the Yankees and Red Sox, like I said. But playing as the Rangers was, was something, but... I would only play as the Rangers when I was playing on season mode. And boy, you know, and I remember you, you can actually shorten out the season. Excuse me. Didn't mean to belch. But I remember you can actually play like, you could choose to play a full 162 uh, game season. You can cut it to 82 or I then or eventually like cut it to just 40 games. And I remember doing that, cutting it to just a 40 game season. I would always have a winning season and then I would go in the playoffs, you know, and then win the World Series 10 years in a row and... Gosh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I remember. <laughs> I'm sure all these records I would break. You know, I would make you know the best pit. You know, my best pitcher. You know, undefeated or you know or rarely lose. You know, most games I would always you know I would, I would there was rarely a time where I would score less than eight score excuse me score less than five freaking runs. And of course, some people would say that's because you had the game on easy mode. I'm like, okay, some games, yeah, I, I probably did, but, but as I got better, I would certainly, I would certainly, you know, take things to a higher level. I would make things more difficult because, again, like I, like I said, you know, I, I've said this on numerous episodes. When things are easy, at first it seems fun, but after a while, you're, you're going to be bored. You're going to be hungry for a challenge, and, and not surprisingly, that's what happened in All Star Baseball 2000 for me. Winning the World Series ten years in a row with the Rangers, man, it was pretty fun as a kid. But those other things that also introduced me to baseball in like the game, you know, those the home run derby as well. Played that, which was not too bad. You know, wanted to, I would win the home run derby with several players of the Rangers. I I even won it with Derek Jeter. You know, I don't remember exactly all the famous players that were in that game. I mean, I know obviously Derek Jeter is on the cover of the game. You know, playing shortstop for the New York Yankees, but 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 this game really just really brought me into the world of baseball. Because you know, I was doing that research, you know, I saw you know at school I was reading these baseball books, learning about these players, learning about the history, learning about these rivalries. But but this really kind of took me to how the game is played. It would teach me, you know, introduce me to the term of you know fastballs, curveballs, you know everything. You know, 
you know, hitting left, you know, left-handed hit, hit batting, you know, right-handed batting, throwing with your left hand, throwing with the uh, right hand, playing the midfield, excuse me, playing the uh, the outfield position, throwing the ball to, towards the base, and you know, sometimes as a pitcher, you know, trying to catch, uh, pick off these uh, guys that were on base that were off the base, you know, catch guys stealing, I should say, but man, and that was pretty freaking good. As great as I was on offense, on defense, I was pretty good as well. Although the, the midfield really, I, I didn't like playing the, in the midfield position because sometimes when I would have the difficulty on high, when the ball would like hit the ground and then just roll around, you know, at, at such a fast pace, I would have to run to the ball, pick it up, and then throw it to the either the the second or third baseman. But of course, that's not after you know, especially in the case where the bases are loaded and then the damage is already being done. You're like, God damn it! But took practice, and it's, it's what I needed, really. I mean, I, I couldn't get better if I was just going to play on easy mode. Playing in the in those season modes, you know, with a lot of play, you know, I, I remember like, like, like I said, when I was winning those ten World Series, you know, I remember one time, you know, my MVP, my World Series MVP, a few times was Ivan Rodriguez. You know, one time, believe it or not, I, I was able to make Luis Alcea the MVP. One time, I was even I was even able to make Rafael Palmero do it. You know, I I just had so much fun. I mean, even even Rusty Greer one time was the World Series MVP in the game for me. You know, speak, and speaking of Rusty Greer, you know, bless his heart. It's it's sad. You know, he suffered that injury. He he tried to come back, but he couldn't. But but me thinking of all these names like you know Rafael Palmero. You know Juan Gonzalez. I mean, it was just amazing that then in a part of my childhood, the Rangers had a decent, well-loaded team that just really could not get past the New York Yankees. But I guess in my case, I was just happy that there was a fun baseball game out there. You know, much the, much of the surprise of so many people, a lot of people are actually beyond shocked that I consider All Star Baseball 2000 to be the best baseball game on the N64. Because I understand that, you know, there's obviously other ones. There's the, the one with Ken Griffey Jr. But, you know, I, I did play those games as well, but... I don't know why, but my, my heart and loyalty, you know, belong to All-Star Baseball 2000. And the one with Ken Griffey Jr., it was obviously called Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. I remember the, the game of the cover. You know, you, you see Ken Griffey Jr. doing his signature swing in a Mariner's uniform. You know, it's it's often you know most people consider that game to be the best you know baseball game of the N sixty four. It was you know developed by Rockstar San Diego. Of course, when we think of that, you know, hmm, Rockstar <laughs> making that. Look at that, <laughs> Rockstar San Diego. I mean, I haven't seen that in a lot. Of course, Midnight Club comes to that. Wow. <laughs> wow, Max Payne three. Okay, Max Payne three was obviously okay. Okay, with all these other Rockstar series. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of the, one of Rockstar's things, you know. Villa Developer, Studio of Rockstar Games. Wow. So much stuff to learn right there. But, you know, and I, and I wasn't aware of the fact that there was a Game Boy Color version of All-Star Baseball 2000, but I never bothered playing it because I figured it's not going to be fun on the, on the Game Boy. You know, I'm going to be honest, I... <laughs> Well, I love the Game Boy. I figured, you know what, console gaming is the best way. Portable gaming was not really at the peak yet. 
but I'm surprised they were. You know, I, I don't even know how you how you could possibly play baseball games on on the on the Game Boy Color, but you know, I never played it, so yeah. But but to answer everybody's question, you know, I don't have a problem personally with the Ken Griffey Jr. Major League uh, Baseball game. I mean, it was cool and all, but. It's just not what got me into the world of baseball, as far as gaming goes. Well, I take that back. I was already in, into baseball, but it's it's just not what you know what got me deeper into it is what I should say. But this game, Major League Baseball, featuring Ken Griffey Jr. Apparently, it was a follow up of a previous title, Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run. Hmm. Very interesting. But. That game, you know, of course, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. is arguably considered the best player from my childhood, and he played for the Mariners, and I didn't like the Mariners as a kid, but hey, I always enjoyed watching Ken Griffey Jr. play. I mean, he's a hell of a player. But doing this, re- but doing this research on All Star Baseball 2000, you know, it was developed by Ig- Iguana Entertainment. Okay. It was developed by the the, the, the uh, at least the N sixty four version was developed by Iguana Entertainment, but it was published by Acclaim Entertainment. Of course, Acclaim Entertainment, an, another video game company, video game publisher, that goes to shit. It was founded in eighteen uh, in nineteen eighty seven, but it went defunct September first two thousand four, as a result of a Chapter Seven bankruptcy. It seems like, you know, this game kind of had everything going. This company, I should say, you know, had everything going. Acclaim actually released a couple of wrestling video games. Uh, one of them was WWF Warzone. But a couple of the games, you know, on the uh, SNES, you know, those WWF Raw, you know. I guess at one point, the game, you know, that business was kind of doing well for themselves. But then, you know, I guess something happened. WWF Warzone apparently was another one from Acclaim Sports. But all these other games be like NFL Quarterback 99, to Rock 2, Seeds of Evil. Wow. Huh. To Rock, you know, Battle of the Binosaurs. Never, never been a fan of that particular game, To Rock, but, you know, All Star Baseball 97 featuring Frank Thomas was also there. And then, of course, 99, you know, 98, everything. You know, Sp- Space Jam. Huh. They had a game on Space Jam? I did not know that. I don't know that. But of course, WWF in your house as well. The Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. I mean, what is all this I'm reading? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm learning things I, just, I never knew. <laughs> okay, well, I just remember Mortal Kombat 3, you know, came back, came out during that time in the 90s, but. but man. And you know, and believe it or not, folks, I'm going to be really honest. It, it was pretty difficult to do this episode because, you know, I, I did a previous episode on uh, San Francisco Rush Extreme Racing. Which I actually did it earlier today. I'm actually going to be releasing both episodes, but really, the the fact that these games, there's really not much to talk about. You know, I have to do most of the talking from personal experiences from what, what I remember playing in the game, but but you know, um, one of the funny things also about All Star Baseball 2000 is that it introduced me to teams that I was not aware of. Like, didn't know there was a team in San Diego. Or the you know the team the Anaheim Angels. I would ask myself, well, where the heck's Anaheim? I've never heard of that city. Then I remember reading about the San Francisco Giants and thinking to myself, wait, I could have sworn that they were in New York. 
Because, you know, when I was reading those books, you know, these old these books about, you know, the old school history of baseball, you know, the New York Giants, you know, who were the, you know, who became the San Francisco Giants. So, man, really, like, introduced you to a lot of things. Really surprised me, you know, but, you know, and I wasn't aware, you know, there's a team called, you know, the Florida Marlins. And at the time, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays were known as the Devil Rays. And believe it or not, in All Star Baseball 2000, I uh, I think the Montreal Expos are actually still in the game. The Washington Nationals are not in the game, so, and that's one of the things I really enjoyed. You know, playing as I would often do. You know, I swear a lot of times I would do a play a game. I would play a game. The Montreal Expos versus the Toronto Blue Jays. And one time, I kid you not, I you know found a game. You know, I made the game into a World Series game. I made you know Montreal Expos versus the Toronto Blue Jays and. That that was fun. I, I I just had so much fun doing that. To and, and and much to my surprise, I was I was amazed that there was a team a baseball team in Montreal because I remember being you know I was nine years old. I was thinking, since when do they give a damn about baseball? Why would Montreal Montreal has a baseball team? That's pretty surprising because you know I I would have said you know why 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 do they give a damn about baseball? Baseball is not their sport. They love hockey. Hockey their heart belongs to hockey. Hockey's their religion, but but the Montreal Expos was actually you know did have a large fan base from what I'm told, but you know of course obviously not there you know I think about the Montreal Expos you know you know the player that stands out in my mind the most is always gonna be Vladimir Guerrero, and and believe it or not the Expos were actually the the first Major League Baseball team to be located outside of the United States. The play you no know, the play they were there from '69 until 2004. Until the team, you know, franchise relocated to the Washington D.C. and became the Nationals, but you know, you know, the, the interest in the team declined. You know, after the, there was that 1994 strike in baseball, you know, the Expos had to sell off their best players, and you know, attendance and you know, the interest in the team declined. So, so, so I should have said, you know, from what I understand, like the the team, you know, had had so much interest for a time until you know, 1994, and then. You know, the next ten years was was, was hell for for the, for the team. So it's really sad, but but man, the, the fact that you know, unfortunately, the Expos, you know, never had a uh, an NL pennant. You know, they did have one East Division title, which was in nineteen eighty one. I mean, from ninety five to two thousand. I mean, that's when the team went to a a huge decline, and they just had to get out. But. But the point, the fact that what Montreal Expos have to do with the game All-Star Baseball 2000 is that it caught me by surprise that there was a team in Montreal, and it just wanted, and it made me want to study about it. Because I remember going to my friend who introduced me to baseball, or who got me into this studying, you know, his name is Griffin, who was a baseball player himself. You know, I asked him about, I asked him about the Montreal Expos, and and I remember when I asked him about it, I was like, yeah, I'm like, why, why would they have a baseball team in that part of Canada? He, he just struck his shoulders and he said, "Well, I mean, I don't know. Good question, Alex. I mean, they need they need a rivalry with the Toronto Blue Jays, right?" I'm like, well, I guess, but <laughs> but then I remember, like, when I mentioned the name the Montreal Expos, he just goes like, he, he I remember him looking down, shaking his head, and says, "Wow, well, after all, uh, after what they've been going through lately, they are awful." So, but man, you know, All Star Baseball 2000 is just where the it was just where my interest in and craving for to study the sport of the sport and history of baseball is when is where it went to a whole new level. 
I never really thought that playing a baseball video game would be any fun, but but also our baseball two thousand surely changed that, and I just I, I just can't imagine really like if I had never played it. You know, some might suggest you know if I had ever played All Star Baseball two thousand, I never would have been interested in MLB The Show. Like that might be true, but I don't think it is. You know, MLB The Show was introduced by another good friend from college, but but All Star Baseball two thousand was just you know the baseball game for me out there, and around the time I was more of a more of a football guy and a soccer guy. So and I and I figured you know what. Since since I had already you know around that time when I was nine, that's where my sports writing skills were were beginning to build. So, and, and I, since I had an interest in you know working in sports in the future, I was like you know what I might as well learn about baseball too. I'm gonna have to learn about all these big sports and and especially when I learned that baseball is considered America's favorite pastime, I, I said, well now I have the reason why I have to study it so bad. It's a huge major part of American history. Baseball is super important to the United States. So I'm going to learn it, okay? And I'm actually proud to say that a video game by the name of All-Star Baseball 2000 helped me learn a thing or two about the game of baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Again, thank you very, very much for joining me this evening. I will see y'all next time. Peace out, everybody. Y'all stay safe.